Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The game. Hope you are recovering Uh we were at a party last night, Mike. Great party. Got to give a shout-out to uh, Victor and Kia because he proposed to her last night. Oh, snap. And we were like, what? It kind of caught us off guard because he's like, hey, baby, can you come over here and help me with the – I got to turn the speaker up. And, and we were like, okay, we'll fix the speaker because we can't hear anything. And everybody's waiting, and then all of a sudden he's like down on one knee, and we're like <gasps> – so, Victor, great job uh, last night. And, Kia, we had a great time. But, yeah, so many uh, so many folks enjoy the show, man. And, and I know I got to say this about Amanda's husband. I'm not going to put his name out there. Okay. But have you ever met somebody that knows who you are, but they act like they don't know who you are? And they did it the whole night. And I got to give him credit. And only when we left, his wife says, you know he listens to you guys every day. And I went, huh? We've been talking about all these different things. Okay. He's been a great dude. But he wasn't dude. doing it like in a weird, like voyeuristic no. way. Like let's not, let's watch Carl no, in a public, not at all. In a, a public fact, setting. He came yeah. in and he was like, "Hey, good mm. to meet you," right. you know, and and it was like no big deal. And I was like, "Great," because he wanted to see the game. And right. by the end of the night, though, his wife, uh, she's like, literally, you know, he listens every day. No, I, I had no idea. So thank you, man, because that was kind of mm. cool. Um, and not, I don't know if he was embarrassed or anything like that. I just think that you know, Mike, he was just being cool, and I thought right. it was really nice of him to not sit there and want to talk about things while the game was going on. He didn't do that. Yeah, so I, my game was not yeah. interrupted. Now, i got to be honest with you. Um, I went back and watched the game again this morning. Yeah. Because of all the things that were going on in my house last night. You want to make sure you remember things the right way. And do I, you know, did I, because I'm tweeting, went back and looked at my tweets. So I watched it again this morning, slept in, because, I mean, it should be a day off for everybody. But uh, you're in much better shape than I am today. I'll give you that. Well, we were drinking this this tailgate tea that, mm. that had bourbon in it, and it, it's got a bunch of different stuff. But it was really good, and it went down really easy. We were doing those uh, Crown and Cokes they serve at the Hawks games. In oh, the can. those are so good. Yeah, so we had those in the cooler, and then we were drink- And then later on, we got into the really good bourbon, and everybody's going bananas. But, uh, yeah, great times. We'll talk more about it in Guy Talks, see what Squid was doing up there in his lovely neck of the woods. And, Chris, what, you, what was swinging in Midtown? Were you at a bar? What were you doing? I went to uh, one of your favorite spots, Fado. Nice. Can't go wrong there, man. Get the Jameson's and Krabby. It was packed. To the brim. Yeah, nice. I can I can imagine. Nice. And uh big shout out to the jello shots. Man, I hadn't done jello shots in a long time. Mm. 
and the jello shots came out. I posted a picture uh, as well about that because she was all about Rihanna. So she had R's on the, the jello shots, which they ended up being really good. I was like, what are, what's in this? Don't worry about it. That becomes an issue. And we were, again, the game, we were just doing our thing. And all of a sudden we realized, oh, crap, nobody did the squares. Oh. We never did the squares last night. And then by the time we get in the first quarter, I'm like, too well, late. Too late. Too late. And mm. so, and Martin still got the 50 bucks he won last year. He won all, he like won everything last year. So, anyway, that was our little shindig. We'll talk more about it in the commercials, the whole thing coming up. Yeah. 404 741 0929. But uh, I've never been to a mm. Super Bowl party where somebody proposed. So, that's a first for me. But it was cool. And she said yes, obviously. Well, here's the thing. And, and you go, well, why there? Because all of the friends and family were there. Right. So, everybody was there that they, they wanted to be there. All right. We've got plenty to get to, plenty to talk about coming up. We'll hand out some game balls, no balls. Braves today, we did not mention this, pitchers and catchers report. Um, we are chasing down, by the way, some Braves guests as we get spring training underway. So this week we'll be doing that, mm-hmm. guys. So make sure you stay tuned all week to find out who's coming on. You never know who's going to be stopping by. Uh, but the Braves pitchers and catchers, right. Mike, reporting. So we're in it. We're, we're a few weeks away, guys, and we're going to have, you know, grapefruit lead play, and then all of a sudden the season will be here, mm. and we're going to have a really good squad. I mean, I, I love Dansby. You guys know that, but we're going to have a really good team, and it sucks that he's not going to be here, but I still think we're going to be really right. good. And it's just going to be the only time will tell. Do you find new leadership that emerges that keeps the glue together, or do you say that's a guy we missed and we traded away a piece? That, we let a piece get away we shouldn't have. All right, more on that coming up. Right now, let's get to an NFL. Blue! Hey! Hey! Welcome to the NFL. <laughs> and notes from around the league. This is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMen'sMedical.com. All right, we talked about David Carr. This is outside of the Super Bowl because we're going to talk a lot about the game and all the things that transpired. Cleet Holmes just hit us up. He said, fellas, uh, the fact that the, the Eagles didn't get a sack just blows me away with how dominant they were this right. year. It's To me, it's the game story. Cleet, appreciate the tweet. At put them up, C. Dukes and Mike Bell, ATL. So Carr had two visits with the Saints. Um, Wednesday is the deadline for his $40 million in guarantees. The Raiders are not doing this, okay? Yeah. So they already have come to an acknowledgement of, we're going to release you, we're going to cut you, we'll take the hit, minimum hit, but we're not guaranteeing you $40 million. Carr turns 32 on March 28th. Guys, he will then be able to go wherever he wants, Mike. And you wonder, where is he going to go? Now, why do you do this? One, you control your destiny. I'm not being traded somewhere that I say, ah, maybe, maybe not. And then two, teams don't have to come out of draft compensation to get you. So if you're a quarterback, Mike, and you want to go pick your team, you want that team to have the ability to still have some draft picks. Now, the team that decides to sign him will get a compensatory pick, but that's nothing compared to what they might give up to trade for him. Right. So now just a matter of, I mean, the Saints and uh, Derek Carr is that a good landing spot? I always thought maybe the, I don't know, the Dolphins as, a, as an insurance policy, but that would be expensive because he wants a big contract. You just laid it out. Even if it's not involved with the Raiders, it's still going to be a, an expensive proposition. And do you need to have some insurance for Tua knowing that you might not get to a, let's be honest, he could get hit, Carr, one hit, and that's it. Yeah. So, and then the Jets. is, is But is Carr, you know, because they got a lot of weapons. Is Carr a good fit with the Jets or are you still stuck on Aaron Rodgers? It's going to be interesting. I think he's the number one target for teams who need a quarterback or feel like they, they're in the business for a quarterback. put Carr above Garoppolo? Yes. I Only do, because right? of the injury history. Yeah. That's I the reason why. Too. I mean... And he's solid, if not spectacular. I just... It was so strange that things fizzled the way they did. Devontae Adams, that was going to be the, the savior for everything with the Raiders. Josh McDaniels, you know, and that thing got sideways midseason, seemed like. 
that really and they lost to the, uh, the uh, Colts. That was kind of like the lowest point for them, for those guys. No doubt about it. All right, now one of the storylines, okay, is James Bradbury, the holding call, and can we hear Bradbury talk about this particular call? It happened with a minute forty-eight left. A lot of folks around the country, and surely the entire state of Pennsylvania, believes this was the call that changed the game. For the Eagles, I do not feel that way. I didn't like the timing of the call, right. but I don't think this is the call that lost them the game. But Bradbury, Mike, owned it. I mean, that's not up for my judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. It's a big game, um, and it was it was a hold, so they called it. It was a I mean, hold. He owned it. I mean, Eagles fans might not want to hear it, but that goes you know, again. Does it? And we were talking to some folks on Twitter earlier. You and I talked about it to start the show. Look, you're going to call it, and Bo Morgan made a great point. Call it because don't be afraid to call it as an official. But it just, the game was, the trajectory of the game was going to where let somebody make a play. And it, look, it is the rules of the game, but I still wanted to see that them score. Maybe we get a chance to see Eagles come back and score. But unfortunately, now the, the lasting you know, aftertaste is an official. The ref making a call. And not somebody excel. A field goal is yeah, it's, it's, we've seen Super Bowls win with a field goal, but it was getting there. Just to me, it got a little bit off the the script was being so well written. Yeah, and it was like whoop, and they went off the script. So this is how I would would describe this to you. Um, and if we were sitting in a room and I had a breakdown of various plays that I could show you, not just from last night. This could be any game. You just go, go pick a game and we pull it off the shelf and let's look at it. And I would tell you that there's offensive holding on every call. On every play. Right. Okay. Offensive linemen do it every play. But referees pick opportune times to call it. Okay. There's not a play. And I'm telling you, there's not a play in the NFL where there's not a holding going on. These guys are too big. They're right. too strong. What do you define of holding? Like the, having your fingers underneath the curl of Correct. the jersey? I mean, you see that all the time. So guys get leverage. When this happens, right, and you and you see an offensive lineman, and this is how I described last night. When you see an offensive lineman like, you're calling that now? I've been holding this dude all game, and now you're calling this in the fourth quarter when we're driving for the game-winning field goal or the game-winning touchdown. You've decided to, whatever I've been doing all game is now a holding call. And that is the problem. The consistency of, hey, I'm telling you guys right now, it's like an NBA game. I'm calling the ticky-tack stuff all night just so you guys know. Don't just call that in the fourth quarter when the game's on the line. Fans feel cheated. And you know what? That's very... Uh, both basketball and football, ACC refs do that all the time. All the, to your point, big moment, big score, big first down. That's when the flag comes out, which drives people crazy. We'll talk more about uh, Duke and Virginia speaking of refs a little bit later in the show. That get people hot. Oh, man, it's crazy. Uh, as far as last night, Patrick Mahomes, two regular season MVPs, two chips, two Super Bowl MVPs in five seasons. No one's ever done that. Not even the great Tom Brady. And, Mike, he's only 27 mm. years old. We're telling you that this guy could have one or two more of these before the age of 30. Guys, that's uncanny. So you get two in your 20s and you feel like you've had a career for the ages and you might want to step away. Right. He's 27. And we said this. This team's good and they'll be good next year. And I know Sean Payton's in Denver and all the stuff with uh, the, the Chargers. They're still the team to beat. Yep. And you got Andy Reid, and Andy Reid's not going anywhere. He's 61, Bob. Yep. He's not going anywhere. So you've got the machine. You got a guy who drafts well. You got everything you need. The Eagles, because you could argue the Eagles aren't going anywhere. Not lost to many people was just how good Jalen Hurts was. We talked about this. Patrick Mahomes giving him credit. 
If you go by fantasy statistics, it's the best fantasy performance since Steve Young for the 49ers in 1995. Jalen Hurts, even with the two points you'd lost for the fumble, he still had, uh, it would have been 41.6 uh, fantasy points for, Mah- uh, for uh, Jalen Hurts last night. He did much better statistically than Mahomes, although Mahomes had three touchdowns. And the only thing, as we said, Coral, you could argue with was the, the ball that no one touched. He just fumbles it, comes right back on the next drive, scores a touchdown. But that's the only blemish on it. Is, and it's, unfortunately, it became down to one possession that that was the fumble that really you could argue in the, in the grand scheme of things. That's what maybe Eagles fans should be looking at and not the official. Or, uh, you, or, or you say it's – and he more than made up for it in the scope of oh, the game no, no. based on those stats. Listen, guy, uh, Mike, most guys choke in that position. They fumble it away. They get in their head. Right. And they're done. Like, now I'm playing timid. No, did you see when they got the ball back? You see what they did? They came right back out and yeah. ran a quarterback play. It was they a run play. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. When he, when he gets in the end zone, all the linemen are up there, you know, picking them up. Yeah, I mean, you, you, the guy, that's why they love the guy from a leadership standpoint. And you, it's, I know it's so, so cliche. Well, you hate to have somebody lose this game, but Jalen Hurts played his butt off. He was great. Um, real quick, I want to ask you guys. The field was crap. I don't know if we've ever seen a field as mm. bad as we saw last night in Arizona. And, oh, by the way, I mean, it's not like, you know, they don't have the roof thing and the right. roof was open and all this. The turf should never be that bad. I'm shocked somebody didn't get hurt. Have you guys ever seen a field in the biggest game of the season that bad? Turtle, you seen a field like that? No, I mean, the Philadelphia kicker's leg almost buckled underneath him when he was <laughs> kicking off on one play. It was unbelievable. Yeah. They said it was uh, – the players were complaining the um, where the logo was for the Super Bowl on both uh, 20 or 35-yard lines. That was shimmery, and that was – the grass was sweating. Where that was, they've had issues. I don't understand this because for years they'd always bring in the. I think it's Mark Morris is the director of field operations for the NFL. So we have the best grounds crew on the planet. Yep. And and this one is kind of look. It's one thing if it's the Jets against the Dolphins in '82 and they flood the field so the Jets can't run and throw. That's different. This is the Super Bowl. It's supposed to be the ultimate pristine neutral site, and it wasn't. Yeah, but this field, this is that. This is the field that rolls out. Remember right. this, like a this, pizza oven. Yeah, because they can't. Yeah. like a toaster oven. Yeah. They have to grow it outside because the and roof's not open enough, so they roll it in. It's always bad in bowl games and stuff for at this at this field. It's not a great one. I I, I know the paint mm. got blamed a little bit, but it was the field in general. I mean, all the parts where the field wasn't painted. So this is an Arizona problem that the league needs to have them fit. It you know, is. If we're gonna get penalized for a damn ice storm, right? Then they need which we can't control. Then they need to get penalized for a field which they control. Right. The other thing was, and I, I saw this when I'm watching the game, speaking of Atlanta and, of course, the voting rights bill, which everyone had their interpretation on, hearing the tomahawk chop chant, you know, nobody makes a big deal about it. The Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. they play Fly Eagles Fly. They're playing the drums. It's only when it's here in Atlanta that some people seem to have a meet on nationally, which drives me crazy. Yeah, that's not going anywhere for the Chiefs. Uh, Franco says coach is 64. Okay. He's 64, Andy Reid. Okay. We said 61. Right. He's not retiring. He's not retiring. Kool-Aid man is not going anywhere. (laughs) He's not retiring. Appreciate that, Franco. 404-741-0929. We're handing out game balls, no balls. There are lots of game balls and plenty of no balls. Vehicle leader in selection, sales, and service. All right, let's hand them out because a lot of stuff happened last night at Super Bowl 57. Mike, you were just saying something to me about the officials. Yeah, you know, you and I were just talking about it. I was looking at uh, Philadelphia, They, I guess, on their local regional sports network. Yeah. 
they had the uh, Ron Jaworski. I, I presume it's somebody who's a columnist for one of the papers. He's like, that call was total bull what? And at the end of the game. And again, it was a big call because it was such an evenly matched game. 35-35, one big call can be the deciding factor. And just to bring it back to Philly, you and I were just talking, when I went to that game when Julio gets mugged in the end zone on fourth down and goal. No call. No call, because the refs don't have the, the balls to make that call because you may have had a riot in Philadelphia at the link that night. But it, just the consistency, I think that's what we're talking about today. The inconsistency has been the problem. The commissioner had to address it this year in the state of the league. It's too much of a story. they got to get better officials. <sighs> or just be consistent. Call it all day. Don't call it there. Yeah, I, you don't want the game to be slowed down, and this is the other thing that they'll never tell you. They don't want the game to be slowed down by penalty after penalty. I'm telling you, there could be penalties every play. Every play. Yeah, how about the reviews? It was about 50. Somebody, I, I, I looked it up. There were about 12 minutes of reviews last night. So overlap in overall times when commercial breaks and everything else. What are you going to allow guys to get away with? And that's what fit, mm-hmm. really these officials are deciding. I'm going to let you get away with that, but I cannot let you get away with something that might turn the game one way or the other. And again, do we think the, the Chiefs get a field goal out of that if that play is not, not called right? Because it would have been fourth down. Right. They get a field goal out of it, but you get Jalen Hurts to go down and maybe either tie the score again or maybe. We may get overtime. Right. Get, right. A, get a game winning touchdown. Either way, um, that's what these officials are tasked with, Mike. It's not, I'm not going to call anything. It's when am I going to call it, and how does it affect the game? All right, let's hand out some game balls, no balls. Bo Morgan's on the way. Yeah, man, no man. Thanks for enjoying some ice-cold Hey Man Ale this weekend. Watermelon Lime or the original OG. It didn't mm-hmm. matter. Guys were sending picks, and uh, we appreciate that. I'm glad you enjoyed your Super Bowl with some Hey Man Ale. All right, Juju Smith-Schuster. Did he get his bonus, by the way? Did He get? He made his bonus, yeah? It's mm-hmm. a million bucks. Yep. All right, million dollars. We talked a little bit about that last week. Some of these, in, in, you know, clauses in the in the contract. But he was asked fifty three yards receiving, and they win. And they win. And he was asked about whether or not the right call was made. Juju says, "Yes, it was game ball." Game balls. You feel like you got held on that last play when they do the Oh yes, hundred percent. Um, my routes strike in, strike back out. I mean, Bradbury's a good player, but. You know, I feel like at some day it's going to be a call is going to be called. Bradbury did this to him earlier in the game. No call, different route. Um, but you know, again, it's how much are you impeding him? Are you stopping him from being where he needs to be? Uh, you pass that five yard marker. I mean, all those things play. But Juju said mm. he, he did feel like the right call was made. Let's give no balls to Bradbury because again, it's one thing, and I and this is Eagle fans may take this personally, Mike. Mm. It's one thing to lose a Super Bowl. But Bradbury, I mean, you know, stick to the story. I didn't hold him. Right. I don't know what he said because all game long you're holding your hands up. DBs do this all the time, right? right? No call, and they look yeah. like, yeah, see what I did, and here he is owning it. No balls. No balls. I mean, that's not up for my judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. It's a big game, um, and it was it was a hold, so they called it. Hmm. It was it was a hold. Yes, it was. He said it. He no, owned it. No, no now, doubt. Tell that to the folks in Philadelphia before they tear the city down last yeah, night. I was going to say. I want to put that on an endless loop. Hey, Andy <laughs> Reid talking about his future. Mike said it. He's 64. He's not going anywhere. Andy Reid, congratulations. He's one of the best coaches to do it. One of the most likable guys you'll ever meet. I've never met anybody in the NFL, whether they've coached with him or not, played for him or not, that doesn't like Andy Reid. Game ball. Game balls. I look in the mirror and I'm old. 
Um, I, my, my heart, though, is young. I mean, I still enjoy doing what I'm doing. I got asked that 50 times here. And finally, I just go, whatever, man, you know, whatever. And that's a, that's a good friend. Jay Glazer's a good friend. So, I mean, he, he's probably telling me to get my tail out. I'm too old. But um, I, I'm good with what I'm doing right now. So. Yeah, man. I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a beloved coach. The coaching tree, everyone has played for him. He's had some tragedy in his life with his kids, and he's had you know issues off the field with that. But everybody talks about this guy as everyone loves playing for him in the organization. And the only guy who didn't apparently was Tyreek Hill. And that was all about the money going to Miami. Yeah, they weren't going to pay him 30 a year. Yeah. Um, what did you make of anybody? What did you guys make of Sirianni crying before the game? With it, the national anthem. I guess the moment, it's, it was unusual, wasn't it? A little bit. Yeah, I, and listen, everybody reacts differently. I said this yesterday on the national show. I get chills every time I see the flyover. Yesterday it was right. all female aviators for the first time ever, uh, Navy av- aviators, and, and it was a cool – it's always a cool moment. But I'm a military brat. I, I get chills because that's what I grew up around. I didn't expect him to go full-blown, I'm crying like I lost somebody. Yeah, it was – I mean, it was unique because my father-in-law's a Marine – a uh, buddy of mine was a formal naval aviator, flies for Delta. We had a bunch of folks in Marines down there at my, at my party. And everybody was kind of like, wow. And it was, is there a connect? Guys were asking me because I do sports talk. Is there something? Did he lose somebody in a war? I mean, that they were literally, did he, did he have a veteran in his family? It was interesting. Yeah, I took it differently. Um, you ever watch him in, coach in a game? He's very emotional on the yeah. sideline. In fact. Well, it, they had that delay a game. He lost it. Well, at one point, yeah. they're doing their first review. I think it was Devontae Smith catch, but wasn't a catch. And he... He starts pointing to the other sideline, and Jalen Hurts takes him and goes, no, nah, man, yeah, stop. Yeah. So <laughs> what I, I, took, I saw that moment, I go, that's his holy crap, pinch myself. Yeah. The national anthem at the Super Bowl made him realize. I'm here. He was there. Yeah. And yeah. I took that as that was, a, that was tears of joy because he realized yeah. that was the moment. That was his moment, and he realized it. That's and the that's way cool. I that's a good way to put it. I mean, I know that – when we went back to football after 9-11, there were a lot of players and coaches that were crying on the sidelines when they played the anthem and the firemen and the cops would bring out the flag on the field. But that was interesting. It did, it did give people, I mean, look, I think it's cool. You know, in this day and age, you can show that emotion. But it was interesting. It was definitely something I wasn't expecting. I, uh, and by the way, if that's the case, then we've gotten Dick Vermeil part two. Because Dick Vermeil right. was this guy. Very emotional. Dick Vermeil would cry. He didn't care. He loved his players. He didn't care what you thought. I have no issues with it. I think we all react. But, Bo, you might be right. You get caught up in all the stuff. You're winning. You're, you're doing the press conferences. You're doing all the, the – and then there's the, just that moment where, holy crap, I'm living my dream, right? I get it. Here's Sirianni, by the way, talking about it was more than one play. I'm not giving him a no ball specifically, but the Eagles, because it wasn't just one play. No balls. No balls. It's not my job to uh... – you know, I mean, you, you'll see me on the sideline. I'm going to argue with different things of, of, of calls here and there, but it's not my job to make the call. You know, those guys got to do that in, in split second, um, you know, scenarios. Um, and so, you know, that's what he saw and he, and he called it. And so that's never, it, I, I know it always appears to be that, you know, it's one call that makes the game. Not, it's not what it is, right? It, it's not what it is. There's, there, there's so many plays that contribute to the, the end result of the game. And in, and today, they were better than we were. 
Yeah, I know you and I have talked about it, and I look. I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan, but that was a crucial moment. You cannot cough the football up there. That turned into a touchdown. That was that was easy. That ball bounced right up. Thirty two took it for six. Scoop and score. Yeah. Um, and then there was another moment where you thought there might be another defensive touchdown. It got right. called back. That was a bang bang play. It where, was. Now in the old days. Wait a minute. That wasn't a catch. In the old days, it was. That wasn't a catch. Yes. In the old days, that was a fumble. And that was, again, I was, I've been at games like that. Those, that was the old action-packed football we used to have where the ground could call us a fumble and we had, and everyone would accept that. Now, no, that becomes an incomplete pass. Yeah. Guy took a step, caught the ball, took a step. That's a football move. And uh, Pereira's like, nope, not a catch. Like dismissive uh, the broadcast last night. Well, he's right. We we got we've gotten screwed on that call before. Right. In fact, last year against Washington, right before uh, Heineke makes that Correct. miracle throw in the end zone, that's a turn. He had two feet and a turn. A turn is not considered a football move. <laughs> he had to make a football move because I had this conversation at the party I was at, and I'm like, mm. it's going to get overruled, and they're arguing. Like, oh, guys, I'm pulling for the Chiefs. Yep. I hope you're right. I'm telling you, I have been. At games I've right. done where it's happened multiple times, that will not be ruled a yeah. catch. And, you, and that's the thing. I, I think you and I are now, again, we're so used to it now in the NFL. We know now. Same thing on my part. No, that's not a catch. Because you know they've taken that element out of the game because everything now is broken down millisecond by millisecond, and that's stupid. See, that should be a live football. That's, that's what I miss in the NFL. It should have been, and Devontae should have had a catch. Right. Right? That's that's where I'm at. But that's where we, we've, we've kind of just we've, – we've taken this thing where it's, it's – and. When a referee needs, what, five sentences? And, like, it's a paragraph to explain the play? That's too much. Big Homie hits us up uh, on Twitter, and he says, Fellas, uh, they mentioned the night before um, that he, Nick Sirianni, listens to Whitney Houston singing the national anthem before every game and to envision himself in the Super Bowl, and then he was there. So it was a dream come true for him. Big Homie, appreciate that. I did not know about the Whitney mm-hmm. Houston thing. To me, that's the all-time greatest Super right. Bowl national anthem that's ever been done. And I love Chris Stapleton. He crushed it yesterday. Um, but Whitney, in that particular moment, was just it was a, the time and place. Mm-hmm. But I did not know that he did that. Interesting. And that is why the, the tears of joy came down Nick Sirianni's face. All right, let's hand out a couple more game balls. One for Travis Kelsey. Um, Kelsey is just a monster, man. Mike, you start talking about these records now where, again, we say it doesn't matter. But if I start telling you he's better than Gronk or Tony Gonzalez and all the, now you're putting him out there and saying he could be the best of all time. And he was saying, listen, it's hard to not hold back the tears. Game ball. Game balls. Are you sweating? What's going on there? <laughs> it's a little bit of everything. I'm holding back some French fries and some Wham burgers right now. <laughs> <laughs> the best part for me last mm. night was when he looked in the camera right after they won. He was like, not near one of you. And I was mm. like, really? That's the phrase you're going to use? Uh, Travis Kelsey is very soulful, and he's a really fun guy. He is right now, in case you're wondering. Tony Gonzalez played in 270 games to get to 15,000 uh, receiving yards mm. uh, and 111 touchdowns. Antonio Gates had 116 in 236. Don't want to forget him, yes. Yeah, Travis Kelsey right now has got – yeah, he can definitely get there. He's got 69 touchdowns, so he can certainly catch Tony Gonzalez and Anthony Gates. If he stays healthy, he's going to have to play about another at least three more seasons, maybe four. He can do it. I mean, he's just so productive, man. He just is. All right, last but not least, no balls. Dallas Goddard said they had a chance, and it had nothing to do with the field or the cleats. A lot of guys were changing their cleats. Mike alluded to this. They showed it on the sidelines. You're like, how long are we wanting to go with these cleats? Here's what Goddard said, no balls to the field. No balls. 
a lot of us ch did change cleats and uh, seemed to work a little bit better. Definitely not the reason we lost the game or anything, though. Yeah. Yeah, and you and I talked about this. I mean, it's the one game where you figure that's not going to be the concern. And credit to the Fox broadcast, who, you know, partners with the NFL. They didn't shy away from it. They said, look, this field is crap last night. The guy's picking up the divots after the Rihanna <laughs> halftime show. Yeah. It was a big thing. No doubt. Hey, coming up, yeah, man, no man's on the way. Four o'clock hour, SEC's just raking in money. More on the Super Bowl. But when we come back, Bo Morgan joins us next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Change of plans coming up in the 4 o'clock hour, uh, and we start some of our Braves conversation. It's the day after the Super Bowl, and plenty of Super Bowl 57 conversation will continue, but Alex Anthopoulos, Braves general manager, is going to stop by at 420. He had a change of plans. We're going to grab him uh, a little bit later this week, but okay. with pitchers and catchers reporting a day uh, and some change of plans for him scheduling-wise, we're going to grab him today. So 420, we'll ask Alex all things Braves as we get ready for spring training. So stay right here. Right now, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like they should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida. Kennesaw State. And gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> It's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, bigger, better, bolder. All right, Bo. Uh, by the way, did you win your prop bets? Uh, won one, lost one. I went two and one on the weekend. Okay. So I had the game right. Nice. I had the the safety, uh, the safety bet right, and then I missed the. Uh, more than two, more than two players attempted forward passes. You and I were perfection, uh, yeah. six and zero oh on yeah. our prop bets. Dukes and Bell. Yeah, I. And here's what's crazy. I uh, the, the more I looked at some of these prop bets, I'm thinking, why did I do more of them? Right, <laughs> right. But like, these I, I had the uh, touchback. I had the touchback on the kickoff. That was like that's 150 bucks right there. Easy, easy yeah. money. All right, man. What's going on today, Bo? Hey, uh, you know, I did Dukes and Bell tailgate at home a little bit different. Mm. You know, I took. Something from our show, I think it was Wednesday, when we talked about Little Debbie snacks. And the party that we go to is same same guy every year. And normally he's like, hey, smoke me a brisket, smoke me a butt for the yeah. party, whatever. I'm like, gotcha, no big deal. And he was like, no, don't worry about it. I'm going to order pizza and wings. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. And he sent out a text. He says, anybody, if they want to bring dessert, you're more than welcome. So I went to Walmart yesterday, and I'm, I whipped up a Little Debbie buffet. <laughs> so I had oatmeal cream pies. Oh, Swiss cake rolls. Hey, 
zebra cakes. Yes. And the uh, the the devil's chocolate cakes, which are basically uh, zebra cakes. It's all chocolate with all chocolate with the white cream on the inside. They're called the devil's cakes. I think they're like devil. <laughs> devil's cakes, food like, cake. Something like that. I, I can't remember the name yeah, of them, but Carl, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you were the hero of the party, weren't you? Um, literally. You know. Mm. All right. Everybody gets one guess. What was the one item left in the in the buffet tray? Uh, the last one you just mentioned. What well, What do you guess? <sighs> I don't know. Devil's cake is what I'm guessing. Zebra cake. Chris, you got a guess? Better not be zebra cake. Anything <laughs> but. Yeah. Okay. It was the 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 Swiss cake roll. Oh, you people! No kidding. I mean, you people. I'm talking about the people that were at his party. They didn't know what they were doing. Those Swiss cake rolls, they're delicious. I thought somebody would have left the zebra because they wouldn't be like, I take the last one. I'd be that guy. <laughs> oh no, that was that was one. How many Swiss cake rolls were left? Uh, maybe like three. Oh, okay. But by the way, I actually introduced zebra cakes to someone right. last night, and they were like, actually two people, and they were all in on the zebra cakes. So by oh. the way, brilliant idea. Seriously, I showed the picture. To Michelle, and she was like, "Why didn't we do this?" Because <laughs> it was it it you can't go wrong. Okay, like people are like, "Oh, I don't like that." Well, fine, choose the other one or the other ones that are I, here. I want to get the wife who brought it. Uh, it's either Alicia or Tina, my buddy's wife. One of the guys they did a giant like chocolate football yeah. with vanilla wafers to dip with the icing, and they had like so basically uh, you can scoop with the uh, you know, with vanilla wafer. I had vanilla wafers since I was like, I was like "Oh, vanilla wafers," and so. That's one thing I could eat. You can't have chocolate. Yeah. So this thing was great. So basically, the game went by. The football got down to nothing. The whole thing went away. Everybody, everybody was, was everybody perfect, was perfect dessert. Yeah, man. We had a chocolate football there. Uh, we she brought Michelle brought uh, banana pudding, which was great. It was nice. like the hit of the party. But when I saw that picture, I was like, I want little Debbie's. Well, it just honest to God, it literally popped in my head, and I was like, I'm doing it because I was going to the good liquor store, and uh, me and the neighbor, Chris, me and the neighbor <laughs> went to Walmart. <laughs> Um, right on. And so I, I I I put it in a uh, like a one of the pans that I put the pulled pork and stuff in. Yeah. And then I just wrapped it in tinfoil and I said, "Hey guys, I whipped up something." And someone, one of my guys, one of my buddies, he texted me, goes, "What is it? Uh, is it like some CBD from Georgia hemp and W sauce?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, nice product placement." Not quite. <laughs> but it was pretty funny. Um, so I thought that was cool. But uh, guys, I took one for the team this weekend. Okay. Uh oh. And when I say team, I mean my marriage. What happened? Well, I'm back at home, getting through some of the you know the chores you got to catch mm-hmm. up on when you get off the road for football season. Wife hits me up the other day and goes, "Hey, we're doing a date night Saturday. We're going to see the re-release of Titanic oh! in the theaters." Jesus, good God, man! Wow! Oh, that's gonna be. Yeah. That's going to be a tree long hours. You're about to make somebody cry right now. So. That's, you get, sit, sit, sit in a theater for that? Saturday barely at get 5. On, barely get to it on the couch. She, this, is a, this is a kicker. We're getting, I'm getting ready to. I went across mm. the street before and I uh, had a few drinks and, and watched some of the waste management open. She's like, hey, uh, I don't want to get your hopes up, but it may be in 3D. Oh. Wow. And I, so the iceberg, they probably should have seen it sooner then, right? I just, I just said to her, I go, Iceberg, get ahead! I said, Amy, don't play with my emotions like this. Mm-hmm. So I went, I took one for the team, and then we went, we went to dinner in downtown. Okay. So. What, well, that's I a three-hour movie, right? Three that's a three-hour oh, movie. Easy. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. 25 <laughs> minutes of previews, by the way. I counted. Yeah, and it's not Marvel, so it didn't move like that. But, yeah. but I'll say this. When you, 
Did you want to go? When you say take what, did you not like Titanic the first time you saw okay, it? Okay, I have no – I. for the record. For the record. The movie was it's – a, it's, a, it's a good movie. It, there's nothing wrong with the movie. The problem for me is it's three – Hours long. She was uh, trying to be hour two. She was trying to be romantic right. with you. But, we capture something with Titanic. But here's the deal: like Bo only needs about three minutes for that. Now I will say this: three hours, <laughs> and fifteen minutes. Oh, there's gonna be trouble behind the glass. Hey man, in three hours, <laughs> I'm gonna have a couple of three minute sessions. All right. I gotta I'm say, still young. I gotta say, that's a good Chris. Chris is, Chris is winning today. Oh, no, no. Um, when the ship goes vertical and the guy, I know it's supposed to be a, a sad moment, when the guy falls off and he hits the funnel, boom, oh, and yeah. goes cart wide, hits the propeller. Yeah. And the boat, yeah, I mean, I, I shouldn't laugh at that, but uh, now that I watch it again, I'm like, <laughs> look at that. But it, uh, and the band <laughs> keeps playing. The graphics were amazing. Uh, when that movie came out, yeah. again. Ahead of its time. Uh, it really was. And yeah, the, you make, know. the making of that is amazing. The big tank oh. they had down in New Mexico where they built the set. It's really amazing. Really James amazing. Cameron, yeah. and they bring you into the love story. So anyways, yeah. so what did you think? Like, when you <laughs> left, were you disappointed? Were you? Thanks. No, I saw the movie 25 years ago in the theater. I, <laughs> I knew what I was getting into. It, it, look. The it, Italian kid was a bit hammy. We're going into America. Oh, it, was like, yeah. it was like a Ronzoni commercial. Look, that was a bit cheesy. All we, my neighbor Andrew kept saying, "What did you, I want to know? What you did? You did mm. something, and you're not telling us to have to go sit and watch Titanic." And I look, I just I said, "No, I didn't do anything." I said, "Why is it such a bad thing that I did something nice for my wife? Mm. She, I'm gone from August to mid January." My weekends are taken. And all she wanted was to see Titanic. And so I went with her and did a nice thing because I'm a nice person. Dude, that's, yeah. that is taking one for the team. Yeah. i got to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw it in 3D. Okay. It was, like, it was. So you had to wear the dopey glasses? Yeah. I yeah. mean, at least you're, at least no one can know who you are when you're wearing right, Is there enough action in that movie for 3D? Yeah. I mean, what, what is the 3D element other than the water's rising? <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, when her hand hits the window, that looks pretty cool in 3D. Okay, I'm when just When they're saying. drawing her, that looks pretty cool in 3D. What was, what was the movie we just saw, we talked about, we saw in 3D, Chris? Uh, yeah, the new Avatar, yeah, Way right. of Water. Right. A ton of action, like, stuff uh-huh. is all over the place, and, and uh, if you don't see it that way, I think you're cheating yourself. I would have never guessed of seeing Titanic I mean, in 3D. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, wow, that's, oof. you know what, big big points for you on yeah. that one, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing, if you go back and you watch it again, Billy Zane plays a great creep. And, you know, what a jerky is, cow, you know. And the old lady, how, she's 150 years old, and she's carrying all those luggage and everything. And, she, and then, really, you're going to drop the... I no, mean, you're not dropping that. You're dropping that. that you're thing. not Come dropping on. that. You take care of your entire family with that jewel. No, 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 you're not dropping that. The jewel. That. Well, that's the worst part is she drops it. <gasps> I realized that her mom was a, was a real piece of crap in that movie. Oh, yeah. so you did realize some things you didn't really yeah. focus no, on. I guess I just forgotten how bad of a per- human being her well, mom was. Well, it was all about the class, you know, and she wanted to get her up in the upper class, and they were, the family was struggling, so she had to marry the jerk. Yeah. Well, she didn't even yeah. want poor people on the on the on the the, the boat. Yeah. She's like, they're, right. they're gonna they're gonna keep them, you know, they're gonna keep us separated, right? It's right. like classism, Bo. Yes. Yeah. Well. People from steerage, ma'am. <laughs> so, I can't believe you sat through Titanic in a theater in 3D for the second time in my wow. life. So, Look, that, so that was Saturday. Yeah. Right? Okay. All Look, right. Let me tell you something, Mike. Love my wife. She wants me to do something for her. Be nice. I'll be right. nice. Get, now, I'm, now I've got. Wait now I've minute. got three months to be the jerk that I am. Well, I was right. gonna say, yeah. You say that you're scheming to do a something. month for each hour you're of scheming. Titanic. If you sit, in the, you sit in there for three hours. You're scheming to do something. You're gonna, right. you're gonna ask for something, and you're gonna right. go. Are you gonna tell me no? You know what it's called, Carl? What? Golf on the weekends <laughs> in the <laughs> summer. <laughs> Wake <laughs> up. Wow. All right. By the way, I got I got a 
double down on the wife thing. My wife's birthday today. Becky's oh. birthday. It's, I, I get the double whammy of fa- Valentine's Day and the birthday. Well, happy yeah. birthday. Yeah, so, yeah, but she, again, part of, I guess I'm lucky because she plays golf, and she would never drag me to see Titanic, I can tell you that. So, But no, I'm sure you had a wonderful time. Happy birthday to Becky, who only person on the planet who can put up with me, well, other than you. Happy birthday, Becky. I did not realize that. Yes. Well, I hope, I hope, what do you have planned, mister? Vegas, baby. Okay. Sin City. All right. So what, and are, you, what are you doing for her, her birthday today? Nothing's though? more romantic than going to watch the Las Vegas Knights. <laughs> so it's, it's a good time. She though. does love hockey. She's a big Penguins fan. That's no, a good we're, time. we're going to a French show, going to Pascal, French place tonight for okay. dinner right. with a mother-in-law and father-in-law. All right. Well, fair, fair <laughs> enough. Well, oh, they're still in town. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, I love my, you know, I get along with my yeah, in-laws. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. And they get along with everybody at the party. Mom, mom, by the way, is an Eagles fan, so that was kind of fun. <laughs> Your mother was an Eagles fan. They did won. she? Uh, did she enjoy the wine? I'm just asking. Yes, we we, we captured two bottles. Okay, fair enough. Well, happy birthday, Becky. And by the way, is it your wife's birthday? No. Get her no, some fire no, shire no, oh, from the W sauce. No, no, it's no, bigger, no. better, bolder, and now it's spicier just for the ladies. And don't nice. forget, get over to Georgia Hemp Company at georgiahempcompany.com for all your mm. CBD needs and your Valentine's Day needs uh, for maybe the wife. Maybe she's oh. got a hurting back like like uh, Michelle, Carl, and uh, <laughs> the, the cream helps. Guys, don't forget, use the code SQUIDBILLY10. Turtle. You, if you hit the Titanic theme, you will not be working here after this <laughs> segment. It. Now Do hit it. my music. Here we go. That's it. It's yeah. over. Lights, it's over. Um, by the way, uh, we did have to call the plumber today. My mother-in-law stopped up the toilet upstairs. Oh. Yeah. You wow. believe that? You believe that? No, I don't. My buddy Tom Schroeder, six foot eight. He doesn't do what my mother-in-law does in yeah, that bathroom. Yeah, she, she stopped it up. Would you come to visit? I'm just saying. I mean, a little woman, who knows she did that? Well, they got it all cleaned up? I wasn't there. <laughs> Gotta be the worst job in the world. Yeah, these guys, these plumbers are amazing. God bless you, yeah, they yeah. yeah, they needed to snake that thing out. All right, coming up, we're gonna talk about what's going on with the SEC. Alex Anthopoulos, Braves general oh. manager, will join us at 4:20. Pitchers and catchers reported today, guys. Baseball is here. We're gonna talk with Alex about all things Braves. 4:20. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 